Shalom to all. Today's office Kalam Daflam and Zayin, and we are starting about the third line with a quote from the Mishnah, Ezu Mechala Karim Vachulu, and in the Vilna Sursadaf, it's right at the beginning of Yotas Amr Beis, and today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarabas, Yaakov Moshe, Harnish Amash should have an Aliyah. Now, we learned about this halacha of Mechala Karim. Literally, Mechal means a circle, as in a circle of dancers. Often that's what the word is used for, and over here, Mechal refers to the fence around the Karim, the vineyard, and we had said that we require 12 amas of empty space in between the Karim and the fence in order to be able to plant there. Now, the more clear this is not ultimately that it has to be surrounded with a fence, even if there was wood posts placed around the kerem. If there isn't three tfachim in between each post, that's judged just like a regular fence. Why three tfachim? That's because the din of lavud, lavud closes gaps, so as long as there's not three tfachim in between them, it's viewed as if everything is closed. And this halacha extends further, this is even if we're not even talking about a fence or posts. There could be standing grain planted over there, or there could be straw over there, that would be considered a fence, and we would apply the din of Mechal HaKerem. And Ma'asei Ka'adam Reb Chanino, this is just like Reb Chanino said, Ein ha'asr nasa mechitza l'hatzel, that something which is asr cannot be viewed as a mechitza in order to save. What's this referring to? So let's say he had grain planted near his vineyard, and that grain is asr because of kalayim, it's planted too close, and he has something planted on the other side of that grain, that grain is not considered a fence, it's not considered a mechitza, to save that thing on the other side and to allow that zara to remain. Now, based off of this, Sovereign Maymar, they wanted to say, meaning the Chacham and Beis Medjish wanted to say, that Ho'isr nasa mechitzo le'asr, that something which is asr, namely the standing grain over here, is concerned a mechitza in order to asr, like what we just said before, if we have the standing grain around the kerem, we're going to be machmir over here also, and it's going to be considered a fence in order to apply this din of mechal, they require 12 amas from the kerem to this kama, to the standing grain, or the straw, in order to be able to plant something in the middle. Now going on to see this Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda Oimer, Ein Zevachulu, Rabbi Yehuda argued, and he said that our description of mechal kerem is not mechal kerem, that's called gedera kerem. What's Mechal HaKerem according to Rabbi Huda? Two vineyards near each other. That space in between the Kromim, in between these vineyards, that's concerned Mechal HaKerem. Ask the Gemara, I'll die to Rabbi Huda according to Rabbi Huda. The proper girso is, Yeyasa Kibasaycha HaKerem. This should be treated just like in the middle of the vineyard, V'yusar Rei, and it should be Aser with 16 Amis. In other words, according to Rabbi Huda's definition of Mechal HaKerem, that it's the space in between two vineyards, what's the difference between Mechal HaKerem and Karach HaKerem? Karach HaKerem is an empty space in between two vineyards. And if so, it should be Aser to plant over here unless there's a 16 amma gap in between these two vineyards and not just 12 amas. Why would Rabbi Huda be machmer in the beginning of the Mishnah? That when we're dealing with Karachsa Kerem, it's 16 amas. And when we're dealing with Machala Kerem, this seems to be the same exact thing. It's only 12 amas. So Ravina Ravina answers, Hadad Tamar, this din of Machala Kerem according to Rabbi Huda is referring to the following, Kishain HaKrasim Mechuvanim. That's only when the Krasim, that means the vines or the trunks of the vines, are not Mechuvan. They're not corresponding to each other. We'll explain this in a moment. If they are corresponding to each other, so then it's also to plant in this space unless there's 16 amas. Now, what does this mean that they're not machavin to each other? So these two kramim, these two vineyards are planted in different directions. And one of them, the vines are planted north to south. The other ones are planted east to west. So this is clearly two separate vineyards. And that means that the space in between them is clearly a space in between two separate vineyards and not an empty area in one vineyard. Take a look at the picture on the bottom label Dalid. You see that the six vines over here on the right are planted north-south and the ones on the left are planted east-west. So the karachas, the empty area in the middle, is clearly in between these two separate vineyards, and it's in that case the Rabbi Huda's makel that we only need 12 amas and not 16. Now, another question regarding this Mechal HaKerem, according to our understanding, that it's referring to a fence around the vineyard, does it need to be that this fence surrounds the vines on all four sides, or is it enough to say that even if just one side has a fence, there would be a din of Mechal HaKerem in between the vineyard and that fence? 
So Gemara Lamed Zayin Rabbi Zayin on top answers Ben Madat Taninon that which we learned in Shitas Rabbi Yehuda that Mechayla Kerem is Bein Shnei Kramim in between two vineyards. So Adam Amr that tells us in our understanding of Mechayla Kerem that it's referring to a fence Afil Miruach Achas even if that fence is only on one section of our vineyard still would have a din of Mechayla Kerem. So now that we have this answer we continue asking Ajei Muk of Gader Kol Oseh Ruach does that mean that the fence has to be covering an entire one side of the Kerem or perhaps it only has to be covering part of it. For example let's say the Kerem is 20 vines long and there's a fence only by 10 of them. So would we say that there's still a din of Mechayla Kerem over there or no maybe the fence has to be going across all 20 vines in order to say Mechayla Kerem in that part of the vineyard. So the more answers in Shemim and Adal are from the following Da'am Rab Zaira Rab Zaira said in name of Rab Yasa who said B'Shem Rab Masna Ein Zanav L'Kerem Gadol There's no din of Zanav of tail for a Kerem Gadol for a large Kerem Beloy Mechayla Kerem Katan and there's no din of Mechayla for a small Kerem We explain this first din Ein Zanav L'Kerem Gadol There's no din of Zanav for a large Kerem and why not Shi'iyat HaZakok because you don't need it Let's just pause for a moment and explain what this means. So as we said multiple times before, what's considered a kerem? Shtaim can I get shtaim? Va'achas yotzezanov. Two vines corresponding to another two vines, and then one sticking out like a tail. And we've seen this picture a number of times before. So din of zanov for a kerem means that one which is sticking out like a tail is considered like the kerem, and therefore one would have to distance himself for amas away from that one which is sticking out like a tail if he wants to plant a different min. Now this does not apply to a kerem gadol to a large kerem that has more than five vines. Meaning if we have a large kerem and there's one that's sticking out like a tail, that one is not considered part of the kerem, and one would only have to distance himself six tfachim away from that one in order to be able to plant different men there, because as the Gemara just explained, we don't need it. That one which is sticking out like a tail is not necessary to give this kerem its din of a kerem. We continue explaining, There's no din of mechel for this kerem katan in regards to what? To asr outside of it more than inside of it. What does that mean? So When we have a small vineyard, it's just these five vines. The inside, meaning planting something in between these vines, is only usher when there's eight amas. Meaning, if there's a maximum of eight amas in between the individual vines, then we're not allowed to plant something in between them. However, if there's more than eight amas in between the individual vines, as we've said before, it's not considered a kerem, and he would be allowed to plant a different min there. But if you're going to say that there's a din of mechal for a small vineyard, then that means the outside of it is usher 12. Meaning, if we have this din of mechal for a kerem katan, that means that we're not allowed to plant something outside this kerem katan, in between the kerem and the fence unless we have 12 amas of space like the din of Mechal and the Mishnah. And it would make sense to be more machmir when planting something outside this kerem as opposed to inside. So therefore there's no din of Mechal for a small kerem. Now we continue. Vezu kerem katan. What is considered a kerem katan? Shalosh keneged shalosh. Three vines next to another three vines. That's called a kerem katan. Now what do we learn from here? Shalosh keneged shalosh. Keneged shalosh. If we have three vines and another three and another three meaning a total of nine vines three rows of three so then yeshle Mechal that would have a din of Mechal. Now, what do we learn from here? That anytime we have a setup of three vines next to another three next to another three, since that's considered a machal, if there be a fence by one section of those three, so now we have to have a gap of 12 amas in order to be able to plant there. And that would mean even if there's more than three vines, just three vines themselves would already create the din of machal. And that's exactly the continuation of the Gemara. Amr Abzeir, Abzeir says, Hadda Amr, this tells us, If he makes posts or a wall by three grapevines, Yeshla Machal, that has a din of machal, even though there's more grapevines as well, just making it by three of those gives the din of Mechal. Mimela, once again, we see from here that the fence which creates a din of Mechal does not need to be covering an entire side of the vineyard. It only needs to be covering at least three vines and that already is a din of Mechal. And continue on to Lamed Chasam on the top with more din of Mechal. Reviewed and by reviewed and asked the following question. Also gather lefinimi gather. Let's say he made a fence within another fence. Take a look at the picture over here in Rav Chaim on the top. We have our vineyard and then we have 
two fences. What about that space in between the fences? And there's not a 12 amma gap in between the kerem and these fences. But what about planting in between these two fences? So the Gemara continues, and here's the proper girsa. Namar, we would say, im if there's three tvachim in between these fences, so that's considered chashev, mutter lahavi lasham, so he's allowed to plant a different zara over there, bavim lav, if not, asr lahavi lasham, he's not allowed to plant a different zara there because these two fences are really considered to be combined into one, and that means that once again we have this din of machal, and we don't have the requisite 12 ames. And while that's discussion regarding machal, Rav Yaakov Edi says, b'shem Rav Shem Lakesh, if we have 12 amas in between the machal and the kerem, so now we take away this din of machal, namely we're allowed to plant a different zera as long as we're four amas away from the kerem. Now Rav Chizka, Rav Chizka qualifies this, it has to be that there's 12 amas by 12 amas, which means the fence has to at least be 12 amas long, and the gap in between the fence and the vineyard has to be 12 amas wide. Now, Amr of Mana of Mana says, Afilu This is even if it continuously narrows. Take a look at the second picture of Chaim, a little bit lower down from where we are. You can see over here that the bottom of the fence is 12 amas away from the kerem, but then the fence narrows until it actually meets up with the top of the kerem. And according to Rav Mana, this also is okay. He'd be allowed to plant in this area, even though in the entire area we don't have 12 amas of space. As long as he's four amas away from the vineyard, there's no problem he's allowed to plant here. We're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow with a brand new halacha, halacha bays for now. Everyone should have a wonderful day.